Thank you for calling the Jungle Agency. This is Matt. May I help you? Matt, it's Joey Jingola. What's happening, my man? Matt, how you doing, sir? I'm doing well. How are you doing? This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Jingola. Let's get into it. It's like a scared straight video listening to that podcast. <laughs> oh, I've been answering the phone ever since. I was bad at it. I listened to that and it's just like, whoa, that's me. Like, I'm so bad about answering the phones. But I was busy and I was like, well, I'll just let it collect in the voicemails. Then I'm going back thinking like, what does that portray? Um, so very well done, sir. At the risk of being stoned to death, I actually don't care if you answer the phone. Now, hold on. Let me clarify. Give me one second. But that was my buddy, Matt Jungle of the Jungle Agency in North Carolina. And that was him giving me his reaction of listening to the Answer the Phone podcast episode that I did, kind of featuring my experience of the not-so-great people who answer or don't answer their phones when I try and call to talk to them about their agency. Now, I had a chance to meet with, meet Matt and hang out with Matt at, at Grow Labs in Chicago that we had, uh, it's actually over a month now, how time flies when you're selling insurance and doing other stuff. And um, got to know Matt a little bit and had a, had a good time talking with him and all the other people that attended Grow Labs. And he was actually the first person that I had called for my little secret call. Uh, it's not, it's, the secret is out. It's, it's not so secretive anymore, but um podcast episode since that that podcast had went live so he had just listened to that and i had called him i think a day or two after um and and he had talked about how he had just you heard he said he was admittedly not good at answering the phone and here's the thing that i want to tell matt and i want you to think about is if you're busy doing stuff meaning okay stuff is a no stress no, stuff is a bad word if you're busy you know selling if you're doing sales stuff, if you're making money, if you're making sales, then it's important to have the phone handled enough to where it's not it's not a detraction, right? It's not a negative experience for your consumers, for your clients, for your prospects. That is the really the only bar that I want to set. And I think the overall goal is you don't need to do anything if you don't want to. That's something that, you know, everyone wants to shame you into, into thinking you have to do something a certain way. And guess what? If Matt's just hanging up the phone and picking up the phone and closing a sale and, and opening a sale and closing a sale and just going through and just always, always be closing. If Matt's just always closing because he's, he's got the business, then make sure you've got an automated phone tree that says, hey, thanks for calling. And, um, you know, leave a message. I'm busy. Or my personal favorite, hey, I can't get to your car right now. I'm, I'm a little busy. Please let me know when I should call you back. Go to Jungle Insurance Agency. I don't know what Matt's website is. Dot com slash schedule. Grab a time that I should call you back and I'll do just that. Much better experience. You don't have to worry about answering the phone. Or again, you know, figure it out, right? Just do the do what needs to be done to make it happen. But don't talk yourself into things that you think you need to be doing because other people are telling you that you need to be doing them. That is, if what you're doing is working and you are comfortable with what you have. If you want more, obviously, then you're gonna to need to continue to look for ways to get the more that you don't have. But just think about it. Do you really need it? 
Oh man. Well, there's a lot, but I mean, a lot of it's a lot of it I'm not doing because it's just me basically by myself. So there's a lot that I want to do. Like I know I need to be blogging more and I know I need to be writing better content for my website. But then I know also I need to be setting people up for automations after I, you know, during the onboarding process and making more context. Like right now, I just barely have time to like write the policy and get the app signed and then find the next policy and quote the next policy, not go back to those people, you know, 45 days later and say, Hey, how's everything going? You know, I'm not getting the touches that I need to. Those are two areas that I'm, that I'm stumbling in. If that's true, Matt, again, I don't know that you need to be doing any of that. Meaning when I say if that's true, if you literally honestly don't have any time and there's no efficiencies you can put in place to leverage that time anymore and, and it's just you're 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 lined up from eight until five or eight until six or whatever, if that's the case, then I don't know that you, you you've got a system that works. Now, are you focusing on a line of business? And it sounds like as we get into the, the show a little bit, you'll see Matt's primarily focusing on homeowners. As long as you're focusing on a line that's going to provide you with enough commission to make it all work, then that's fine. Again, I think I think Matt has talked himself into a lot of the stuff that he's heard agents say that they should and need to be doing. That again, if if you're busy and it's a good busy, meaning a profitable, you know, busy, not just a busy busy writing policies that don't make any money, busy, then I mean, yeah, it's it's always good to learn and grow. And if, if you're not where you want to be with your sales goals or your you know, overall agency revenue goals, that's fine too. But just look and say, well, all right, fine. I, I know this isn't going to change. Then I need to do this to make that happen. If, if Matt does want to scale his time a little bit, his prospecting a little bit and open himself up to a different market, then maybe he does need to write some content. But, you know, we hear the things so often for so long that we convince ourselves that they're necessary. And the more often I have to say those things or hear those things from people, the more often I want to ask, is it really necessary? And the worst thing you can do is distract yourself more than anything, more than any new thing that you're going to try. Distracting yourself from what's already working is, is probably one of the worst things you can do. But you just need to learn to understand what is that fine line from always keeping your eye moving forward and looking, you know, how to keep continuing to grow and just be at least content is a bad word. Complacent is probably an even worse word. But the the point is, how can you balance that? You know, is it okay? I just need to make sure that I keep doing this so I remain relevant and, and keep up with things. Whatever your benchmark is, just define it, right? Figure it out. Don't wake up every day telling yourself how you are not doing something that you should be doing. Instead say, well, I'm not going to worry about that right now because it is not important to my business. And maybe define, be very specific with yourself and say, I'm going to make this important to my business on, you know, I don't know, December 1st, terrible time to do it. But whenever you decide that you're going to make it important, set a date and stick to it. Be honest with yourself, honor that commitment that you've made and say, I'm going to make this important then. Until then, until you have the time, then don't worry about it and don't tell yourself to worry about it. And instead, focus on getting better at what you're already doing well. 
It's going to hurt retention down the road. Well, but I'm only two years old, so it's hard to say. But like, you know, I, I pretty much renew most everybody. But a lot of it's homeowners based. So, you know, people aren't as apt to go change their homeowners every year as they would their auto. So normally if I write the auto, it's because I've wrapped the home with it and the home's hooked up to the mortgage. So I think for that reason, maybe that pushes my retention a little bit higher. But I'm definitely not reaching out and giving people the warm and fuzzy and I think it is hurting my monthly because I'm not writing as much business as I could be if I was getting regular referrals from clients. I'm still just relying on mortgage lenders, and that's where I'm getting most everything from. So, All right, Matt, I love you, but I got to ask a tough question. You want more business, you want more leads, you want more people to talk to, but you weren't able to answer and talk to the people you were already managing to get to call you? I'm just asking. I'm just, I'm just curious as to, yes, that's a, those are what we call good problems to have. Um, but you're worrying about, uh, you're worrying about the thing that you can't possibly handle yet. So if you, if you're looking for more business, then I would say, all right, well, I, I'm getting X amount of business and I can't handle the stuff that I've got. Do I need to bring somebody else on? Do I need to streamline my work process? Again, what is it that's going to allow you to, be able to get more referrals from existing clients as opposed to the way that you're getting them now, which is through mortgage brokers. That's your bread and butter. That's what's working. And is it working enough? If it is, make it work more. Or again, get better at the thing that's already working. If it's not and you want something else, then something's got to give, right? It's a, it's at a, It's at a breaking point. If you need a new line, if you need a new way to get new people in the door, but you don't have the time and effort or energy to take on those people, you've got to identify what's going to give, right? Are you going to give on some of the people you're writing now that aren't making you enough money to possibly deal with the people that could make you more money? Or are you going to say, I'm going to go all in on the thing that is already working and not necessarily fill my head with that marketing guilt or shame and just say, listen, this is working. So let's make this work more. That's an interesting thing. And Around the idea of retention, you know, that was Matt talking, going back to the fact that he thinks if he doesn't do some of these things, it's going to hurt his retention. Now, as a young agency, he said, like you said, he's only two years into it and it might, it might not, right? Uh, he says, again, he's, he's got it nailed down. It's primarily homeowners. He's not aggressively, I guess he really didn't say, I might be putting that word into his mouth. He's not aggressively cross-selling the auto. He sells the auto if he bundles it with the house. I mean, he might might be aggressively you know, cross-selling the auto with the home. But again, he's leading with the home. The home's tied into the mortgage and people aren't looking to switch their home insurance every year because it's in the more... I, again, I, mine's escrowed into my mortgage. I don't ever think about switching it. I switched it once in five years and I'm the agent. I mean, that's ridiculous, right? So I mean, he knows why people aren't going to leave. Now, if they have a fancy email sequence, again, let's run some numbers here, right? Let's just say that you have 200 clients, just making up numbers here. And let's say you wanna send them an email sequence. Maybe 40, if you're really good, 50% of those people are gonna open it, so half. So 100 people are gonna open it. And those 100 people, if there's some sort of like call to action, which there should be, meaning like, hey, click here to do this sort of thing, or just even just digesting the information in the email, of those 100 people that are gonna open it and actually see it, maybe 30 of them are gonna actually click. So you're talking 30 people that are gonna do whatever thing you think you're missing out on. What are you going to sell 30 people that's going to make a dramatic impact on your agency's bottom line? Now again, 
if those numbers are 2,000, 1,000, and 300, maybe that's a different story. I'm guessing, I'm guessing people don't have those kind of numbers. A lot of people don't have those kind of numbers. But look at the, always just look at the numbers, work it back, ask yourself the question. You, I don't have the answers. You have the answers. You have all of the answers. You just need to ask yourself the right questions. I just, I would like to help you ask the right kind of questions. But just go through that process and say, all right, great. If I do this thing, if I spend X amount of money, time, and effort learning it, executing it, and getting top, top level, top tier results, what is that going to do for my bottom line? Work it through and give yourself enough credit for what you're already doing that works. And that's why I say, I don't care if you answer the phone. I don't care if you blog. I don't care if you do any of the things that you've heard somebody tell you that you need to be doing to attract this modern consumer. If you have customers and you are continuing to work those angles that are working, then you're all right. The only question, the only problem that you really, the vulnerability that you open yourself up to is, is what happens when it doesn't. All you're doing is constantly hedging and, and you're looking at these things of hedging for what you're, for when what you're currently doing stops working. What that ratio is, what that looks like for you, I don't, again, I don't have that answer. I just know that you need to be aware of the concept behind the idea of looking at something new, something you're not doing and why you need to do it or not. And I'm good at telling you why we need to do this and, and create a better experience just because to elevate the industry as a whole. I'm saying know your experience, be really good at that. If you do that, then to quote Metallica, nothing else really matters. And that's the, that's the point. Be good at what you're good at and cover up what you're not good at. Because if you're really good at what you are good at, it, it doesn't matter. Nobody will notice. They will be pleased at what you have offered. You have set the proper expectation and you have been able to deliver on that. You've been able to do it in a way that allows you to not worry about everything that you don't need. All right, I have a very serious question for you. I'm talking serious. I need help with this. I really actually need you to give me an answer. And how do you get rid of a used garbage can? I'm serious, what are you supposed to do? I put it out by the curb, the garbage, people don't take it. They think it's a garbage can, it sits there empty. The reason is, is because all of a sudden our city decided to deliver us brand new garbage cans because they want to have automated trucks. You know, basically trucks that pick up the garbage themselves and so do not have to get off the truck and tip it in, right? Which is great. Future is coming, right? Automation. The machines doing people's work. Okay. I don't know how to get rid of it. I mean, do you sell a used garbage can? That sounds kind of gross. You can't throw it away, it seems like, because nobody will take it. It's just sitting on the side of my house right now. If you need it, let me know. I'm not going to mail it to you. You can come get it if you live somewhere in Northeast Ohio. But, so obviously I just told you, you don't need to do anything. So if you don't need to learn how to do any of those, any of those things, blogging, video, email, if those are things you are not going to do, then I'm going to tell you that you don't need to sign up for a free grow membership. You don't need to go to growprogram.com slash free and get a free membership with 40 videos walking you through how to do a lot of the stuff that you don't need to be doing. You also don't need to get access to our recorded mastermind calls uh, a day or two after they happen. You don't need to do that. Again, if you are happy with where you're at, enjoy the show, keep listening. I'll be fine with that. I mean, I guess you don't need to listen to the show either. It'll hurt a little bit, make me a little sad if you don't. But really, if you don't need to do any of that, don't go to growprogram.com slash I don't want you to. 